Hi everyone, this is Kwatu, and this is episode 7 of the How to Be an Urban Camper mini-series. This episode is going to be talking about daylight hours as an urban camper, which doesn't really seem like a topic, but it kind of is. So previously we were we were speaking about money, how to make it, and I, I mentioned in that episode that I kind of liked uh, having a job while urban camping because it gave me sort of something to do during the day because I, I feel like I wear out my welcome pretty severely at most of the places that I that I go to. So again, the theory of rotation is is not a bad idea for for this kind of topic, and I guess it's something that I don't do all that well all the time, but I do try sometimes. Um, and so, yeah, what do you do during the day when you're urban camping? You don't really sit around your apartment, for instance, so what do you do? Well, one of those things is a job. If you've got a job, that will eat up four to six hours of your day right there. Um, Some place to sit and work on your own stuff while pretending to work on someone else's stuff. Perfect. What else might you do? Well, of course, my favorite is cafe. Cafes are, in theory, great places because you very frequently, and you have to kind of look around for the good ones. And um, sadly, right now, I, I, I just recently moved out of the, the area that I used to, the, like the little neighborhood that I used to live in, and, and there was a great cafe there. It was a fantastic cafe. And and I've moved into a different neighborhood, and, and the local cafes are, are jokes. They're just not, they're not real cafes, you know, they're, um, they're franchisee kinds of cafes, not the big evil one, but other lesser evil ones, and they're just not as good. But there is one kind of good place, it's not quite as close as it should be, so I don't go there as often as I, I might. My point being that a good cafe is one with free refills, obviously, right? So if you, if you go to a cafe and they have free coffee refills after you just buy one cup, you're set for the whole day, and and I've literally spent from, I mean, there was one cafe that I used to go to on weekends, and I would, I I showed up at 6 a.m., and I stayed until 8 or 9 p.m. at night, and that was, um, I mean, it was a great place. It had a power outlet and free refills on coffee. There was literally nothing else I needed all day. Oh, I needed food, but they had food there, too. Not great food, but it was food enough to keep me going. So, yeah, it was, that was really great, and so cafes, can be wonderful for that, and again, rota- rotating around so that you're not just camping out every day at the same cafe. They start to notice you after a while. If 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 you're really friendly and amicable and outgoing and everything, they might not really mind it. I mean, you be- you can become that regular customer who's a real pleasure to have around. Unfortunately, I, I wasn't really that all the time. Not at every cafe. Now, there was one cafe, the, the the great one that I mentioned earlier, and one day their internet went down, and at first I just ignored it because I wasn't, I wasn't using their connection anyway, so I didn't really care. And I didn't want to be like that, that guy who, you know, knows everything and comes up and says, oh, you have to do this. I, I just didn't want to add to that noise. So finally, I, I kind of, they were really kind of concerned about it or whatever, and people were asking about it. So I just poked around, on, got to their router, you know, looked around. It was the default password, of course. Kind of figured out what their problem was. And then I spent like, actually, like half an hour on the phone with their ISP trying to get them to reset their connection because their modem had like sort of gotten disconnected and it wouldn't get the IP from the ISP anymore. So finally that got fixed. And then after that, I was like, I was that guy. I was 
hey, it's you. Thanks for that internet fix. Here, have some more coffee. And that was really great. So I could stay there all day, every day, and they would never mind it. So little things like that really do help. Other cafes, I didn't do that. I wasn't friendly. I was more like on the creepy side of things, I think. And I would sit huddled off in a corner, typing away, not looking up, uh, drinking all the coffee I wanted, and ordering like one bagel all day. So I, I don't think they really cared for me all that much at those places. But you know what? I don't care. So cafes are good for that, and they tend to be really, really good when they get the free refills and when they have power. Those are two important things. Let's see, what else can you do? Well, libraries, of course. City libraries are fantastic places because, once again, you can basically camp out there all day. Now, I don't tend to love them as much because they tend to be very strict, that you're not allowed to have food or drink there, and that kind of annoys me. And, and then you have to get up and leave to go get food, and you have to stay out, and then you have to go, go back. I just, I don't like that. I like to camp out. I like to sit down and, and be there all day, or at least for a very long time. But maybe you're not that way. Maybe you like a change of scenery, so that might per work perfectly fine for you. Libraries are also, they tend to be very distracting. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff at your typical library. More books, obviously, than you can ever think to even begin to read. And of course, every time I go into a library, I end up bringing like 20 books back to my table as if though I'm going to read them all in that one sitting, and it never happens. So I have mixed feelings about libraries. I mean, as as places to work, I mean. Uh, they're, they're great to work in, but they're also very sort of distracting and, and not very, they don't make many allowances for comfort at your typical library. But they can be great because they really don't bother you. They don't They don't think twice if you go in there every day for half the day. Um, I've done it. The, I've, they're, they're like almost one of the places that you just don't even wear out your welcome somehow. They just, they don't really ever mind it when people show up every day all day. It's just, that's really nice about them. So libraries are good. Their hours tend to be fairly poor. Cafes, tend to have better hours, I, I have found. Libraries, kind of, uh, they're not open quite as often. Schools are usually very good, too. Because schools, especially if you can kind of pass yourself off as a, like you belong there, you can go to schools and just hang out. No one's going to notice. Everyone thinks you belong there. If you're on a computer, they don't care. I do that all the time. I'll go to, well, now I do it literally all the time because I work at a school. But, but before that, I used to do that all the time. I would just go to um, the local one of the local universities into the student uh, lounge kind of area. And I would go from the student lounge downstairs to where they have the little student cafe with some patentedly bad coffee. It was horrible coffee. And you can just sit... But they did have pretty good uh, sandwiches, like hoagies. But yeah, you so you could just sit there and work all all day and no one's going to bug you because as far as they can tell, you belong there. You're a student there. So those are really great resources. If you've got a university close by, this was like a city university. You know, it's like right in the middle of the city, really easy to get to. You just walk in. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I, I would do that a lot. I actually saw Richard Stallman at that university. That was the one that I saw Richard Stallman speaking at. Um, schools are good. And, you know, their hours tend to be fairly good, too. So if you're finding that your schedule is such that you 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 know need to be in a place and kind of start working on your on your own stuff early or or late and then you work during the day or something uh, schools are not not bad for for that kind of scheduling city parks are really great i've spent a lot of time at city parks they're beautiful they've got a lot of green 
things around like grass and trees and leaves and stuff. They're really beautiful. During the the summer and the spring, well, not so much the summer, but, you know, the spring before it gets too hot, it's just sometimes there's just nothing nicer than just sitting in the city park and doing whatever you're going to do. Do a podcast, read your book, work on your laptop as long as the battery holds out, anything like that. City parks are wonderful for for that kind of thing. I find that they tend to take a little bit of a little bit more planning than cafes do. You know, if you go to a cafe, pretty much everything you need is right there. If you go to a city park, you're going to have to think, okay, how long am I going to stay there? And if I'm going to stay there like half the day, should I go stop by the grocery store first and get some, you know, picnicy kind of food, you know, food that you can eat like out. So you have to kind of do that. And then if you if you get thirsty, well, you'd better have some juice or something. And then if you want coffee, you're kind of out of luck. So, I mean, city parks are great. They're fun. They're they are really really nice, but in terms of some of those creature comforts, they may not be as convenient as the cafe. But at the same time, a cafe is a cafe. And the city park is a city park. You know, city park, the skies above you, clouds, it can just be it can be the most beautiful thing you can ever imagine. So, yeah, city parks are really good. As I think I mentioned in episode two or so, um, staying in the city park, like, too long or too late can be a real issue. I don't know about other city parks, but the city park, well, certainly the city parks in, in big cities that I've been in have been constantly patrolled by traffic, uh, not traffic cops, but, like, meter cops, you know, like the parking meter people, because some of the city parks had only uh, parking on the perimeter of the park, so they were patrolled constantly by cops. Definitely after sundown, you're a criminal, so you need to get out. You, they will, they will harass you. They will be suspicious of you. They will watch you, and if it's too late, as I found, they will make all kinds of threats and insult you and threaten to ticket you and to take you into the station and everything you can imagine. Really, really dangerous um, place if you're concerned about cops. So city parks are good and also bad if it's too late. So be sure to check into the times that they close officially and stuff like that. And don't rely on signage. Sometimes they'll have no indication that they ever close. But trust me, if it's if if it's sundown, it's probably closing. There might be some ball games or tennis games or something within the city park if there are like if there's a soccer field or, or, or something like that or a tennis court or something. Keep your eyes out for when everyone else kind of starts to clear out of the park, and that's probably a good sign for you to clear out of the park as well. Of course, there are friends' places. If you've got friends, you can hang out with them. That kind of breaks up the repetition of Cafe, Library, City Park, Cafe, Library, City Park. You can go to friends' places. You know, I mean, it really, it's it's really weird. I've had friends who will have you over all the time, all day long, and then you, you say you have to go, and, and they'll they'll still not be ready to get rid of you. They'll still want you to hang out. It's it's great. I love people like that. They're wonderful, beautiful human beings. I guess the negative side of that could be that they want to have you around too much and then you start feeling like, like you have to get away from them. But I, honestly, I, I rarely feel like that. That's It's really cool to find people who want to hang out. For whatever reason, whether it's the industries that I work in or whether this is just the way real life is, I, I don't really know. But um, a lot of times... People seem to be too busy to, to hang out at, at a certain point. It can be a weird thing trying to find people who have just that right mix of, hey, let's hang out and be friends, and then let's also kind of just work on our own projects 
but you can stay in the apartment and work on your project while I work on mine. Very weird balance, and you just kind of have to feel that out. And also, it's going to probably go in phases, you know. And then last but not least is the question of streets. Streets. What, what are the streets like? Streets aren't really the greatest place to just kind of hang around. They tend to be, well, not comfortable, and they tend to be places where you can attract a lot of attention that you may not want. And again, we're talking about people either in that neighborhood who might start to notice that you're always around and start to start to kind of become suspicious of why you're always out on the street all the time. What are you doing? Who are you? Why are you here? Um, that kind of thing. As well as police. You know, I mean, loitering is a, apparently a very real offense. And if you're in one area for too long and they decide that they don't like the way that you look, um, then then they may very well start to harass you and tell you that you need to kind of move on or whatever. So the streets aren't quite as open as you think they might be, at least in my experience. Maybe your town is different. Maybe you've got a different uh, setup where you are. In that case, hang out on the streets all day knock yourself out. I tend to not really do that because I, I, I prefer to have electricity for my little technical things that I do and coffee and, and food and stuff like that. So I, I don't tend to be a real street dweller. I tend to use the streets for conveyance and not really as, as a living room. And I said last but not least the streets and really I meant um, second to last but not least. So last but not least are community, or not even community, just establishments. And I guess this could, you. Uh, I'm thinking of things that are like jobs, but not quite like jobs. And by this, I mean places that you can volunteer and thereby have social uh, experiences, as well as maybe work on your own things in your spare time. So the things that I'm thinking of would be in, uh, if if you're into this sort of thing, info shops, which, of course, are the anarchist bookstores without being bookstores. Um, so you can volunteer at those. Those are typically sort of co-ops. So you would you would volunteer there and, and, and work there for no money, but, um, but you would help manage the place. Uh, you can uh, volunteer at Christian Science Reading Rooms, uh, if you're into that. Um, Christian Science Reading Rooms are, are really miniature libraries um, that are run by the Church of Christ Scientist, um, and they typically have not only um, religious texts, there, but also just kind of philosophical and, and all kinds of texts, really. Uh, it's dedicated to, as the name suggests, reading, learning, things like that. So um, they, they very often could use volunteer help, or you can just go there to hang out. They're, they're really great places. I, I love those places to hang out at. So uh, if there's a Christian Science Reading Room near you, you can go go check that out. They might be a little bit, their hours don't tend to be all that great. But again, if you volunteer, you know, if you get known there and you, you kind of integrate yourself and then you volunteer, you might be that person to make them have better hours Monday, Wednesday, and Friday or whatever you choose. So those are always good. And other community, I keep saying community, but I guess they're not, well, they are community. They're, they're for anyone really. So things like, I don't know, Elks Lodges or Lions Clubs or um, whatever, you know, just Places that are kind of open to the community and are, are run in some fashion by the community. You know, like Hacker Public Radio, except in real life. Those are great places to hang out, and I think they're fantastic because you can 
you're not only getting to hang out there and use the existing infrastructure that ex- that that is there, you know, their power, you get their climate control, you get maybe their, uh, you know, they probably have a coffee maker there. You can eat there usually. You know, it's 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 a good place to to be, but you're also there for a good reason probably, you know, because you're probably helping out with something, whether it's um, folding clothes at a thrift store or 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 explaining anarchist or Christian Science ideals to to people who are coming in. Whatever you're doing, you're doing something that you you might think is productive or that you might feel is productive and is good. And and you might also have some interesting uh, social interactions because those are kinds of nice ways to to meet people that you might not have met otherwise. And that's always fun, I think. So and it's good, I think, for geeks because there is that kind of stigma and cliche that geeks don't socialize that they don't go out of their mother's basement. Oh, speaking of that, mother's basement, that would be that would be a place you could hang out as well if you're urban camping. But I guess then you're not really urban camping. You're just living in your mom's basement. But anyway, um that's it. That's what you do with your daylight hours when you're urban camping. I hope you can think of even more things to do during the daylight hours, but those are those are some of the things that you might find yourself doing or or look into doing if you find yourself urban camping. Have fun with that, and in the next episode, I believe we're going to be talking about other activities that you can do while urban camping in in general. Other general activities. Okay, hacking. We'll be talking about that next episode, so stay tuned. She wanted to roam, so she left the old
Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio, sponsored in part by caro.net. So head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.